Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Lance Bass is going to be officiating Jackson Brittany's wedding. I don't know if she's Oh, oh, they fired the f***ing pastor. Lance Bass? Got the gayest pop star in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Overcompensating and took way too long. Wow, guys. Wow. (laughs) I know that I started off this podcast by saying that I was only going to do two episodes a month, and now this is the third one of the week. I don't need to go into it. It's Pisces season. It's my time to shine. It's my birthday, almost, so I can do whatever I want. (laughs) But I needed to talk about last night's Vanderpump. I usually don't talk about it, even though, like, it's one of my favorite shows because I release the episodes on Monday and I feel like the shows come out on Tuesday. And I feel like, I don't know, you guys probably heard like 12 podcasts by the time that mine would get around to it. And you just don't want to hear it at that point. But I have the time now and I have the time today. Okay. I've been saying I have a lot of theories about Vanderpump that I I don't really put on record on wax, if you will. But I have been of the belief that the only way that like the show is going to elevate itself is if we got more drama between the men on the cast instead of the women continuing to argue. And wow, here we are. And I'm so excited. Um, Many of you guys know that I had a Kardashian podcast and Keeping Up is one of the very few shows that I can think of in reality TV that like due to the obvious fame of the cast members, they often have to address storylines that happen on the news or like in the media on their show after the fact. Um, 
So this, I think, was like a really great episode to see that. We see a lot of like bordering on fourth wall breaking, like kind of getting into the issues in the way that the housewives have to like walk around the fact that like maybe if they're not getting invited to a party, then they're not getting filmed, then they're not going to be getting paid um, or things like this, where it seems like there seems to have been some sort of like unknown pact between the cast members to not discuss the issue of Brittany and Jax's pastor on air. And that's what seems to be happening here. Um, so coming hot off their infamous pride episode. And by the way, I, I mean, there's a constant conversation about this show, about the fact that it's based in WeHo, about the fact that it's, you know, obviously like one of the gay epicenters of America and the world. And the fact that like, there aren't really LGBT, there's not really LGBT representation on the show. You know, they started off the episode with, you know, Ariana saying that she is coming out as bi, that I think it was kind of like an open secret, but like this was like the official, her first official pride as like a very out open bisexual woman. And Dana says that like she did the same thing. She announced it on her social media and they're talking about like how great it is to be out and like how, you know, how much of a weight it is off their shoulders. That is great. And I'm not like criticizing them at all but I don't think that like two women who are despite the fact that they're bi are in currently on the show heterosexual relationships like I just don't feel like they should bear the brunt of the diversity in terms of like LGBT representation on the show does that make sense um because it seems like every sort of diverse person they kind of treat as a an accessory on the show. Like we have Kyle Chan, who's basically just there to give them free jewelry. Um, sometimes we see Jesse Montana and he gets like messy every once and again, but like for the most part, everybody who's like quote unquote different on the show, like Logan or faith or Billy Lee gets quickly shuffled off. Like Logan was basically used as a storyline for James to like be there. Like, will they, won't they like, are they hooking up behind the scenes or not? And, they kind of made Logan look very stalkerish towards James. And then it was like, okay, well then we're had enough of you and we're done. Faith, you know, we saw her one season where she got that dirty ass couch from Sandoval. And then the next time we see her, she's, you know, saying that she fucked Jax. Does everybody remember when Jax fucked Faith? And then that was pretty much it. Like we only saw her on that, like one or two episodes that season. And that was it. And in terms of, like, Billy Lee, like, that was, like, a great entree into that world and the community. And basically, like, we got one season of her, and then we get another season of her. Essentially, like, that was the season that uh, Stassi had gotten in trouble for saying her problematic things about, uh, you know, uh, racial representation with the Oscars and, and the Me Too movement. And basically, like, Billy was basically just used as, like, the outsider to be this like vessel for Stassi to cry about like all the things that she's going through despite the fact she's like talking to this beautiful trans woman who has like this much more complete and beautiful life and complicated life than Stassi could ever even imagine she's basically just they used the scene of her crying and like okay she had she had her on her podcast like to be like oh like 
I, I'm not this bad person. Like, here, here's a trans person. I, I felt very icky about the whole thing. I felt very icky about, like, the party situation. I know a lot of people were very turned off by Billy, like, not being invited to the girls' night thing. However, I think Ariana tried to make a point of saying... Um, whether or not Katie's intention was to not include Billy, we have to understand that Billy operates from an entirely different life experience. And sometimes you need to just be sensitive to the fact that like things can be triggering for other people in ways that you don't imagine. And like, you don't have to sit there and argue with them and tell them that they're wrong. Just be kind and just say like, I understand to the most that I can, like, I understand that you operate from a different life experience because you have a completely different life and things that you've had to go through. And like, I'm sorry. I just thought that was all very weird with Billy. I didn't like how they handled her at all, but like, let's get into the episode itself. The crux of it is, and I'm really just going to touch on the Jackson Brittany issues that They've hired the guy that they've hired for their wedding to officiate the wedding, um, a pastor named Ryan Dodson. He is an old family friend of Brittany's. Um, he's been exposed as being problematic on pretty much every front. They kind of keep it to the homophobia within the show, but he, um, he said homophobic things. He said transphobic things. He said, you know, pretty like Trumpian things about like, he uh, referred to Obama as a Muslim. Like he really ran the gamut of bullshit. So let me read. They posted things on the show that you guys can like pause and watch that. I found some other things that he had posted. There's one from September of 2017. um, That was an article about California approving transgender books for um, kindergartners and his caption was this is wrong on so many levels America all caps wake up because darkness is upon the land June 12 2016 he wrote our not so wonderful president once again blamed guns and refused to mention Islamic terrorism calling it what it is yes it was a gay nightclub um, obviously this is about the pulse shooting in Orlando yes it was a gay nightclub but these are my American brothers and sisters and what happened to them is uncalled for and what anyone should have to go through. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh, radical Islam is here and liberal America. What better wake up and stand against political correctness and send anyone who shows or shows signs or has attributes of a radical Islamist back to the part of the world they came from. Some of you may not like what I said, but you know, I'm right on the issue. Um, and we have something from 2015. Um, oh, this was on the show. I will not say I'm sorry, nor am I apologetic when I say no child has the right to choose his or her gender. Parents need to start being parents and raise boys to be men and girls to be women. Daddy, if you see your little fella liking girly stuff, take him fishing, play ball, but more importantly, spend time with him and show him how to be a man. It has gotten so bad now that our public schools are making allowances for those who feel opposite of their God-given gender now can go to the restroom of their choice. If my girls, and these are the girls that Brittany claims to have been hanging out with, um, were still in school and a young male boy was wanting to use the restroom with my girls, I would have a major issue with, with the school and its board. If we don't start standing up to, against such nonsense and we lose this out as, on society as a whole, 
And then from 2015, he says, let me first say you can love people but not agree with their lifestyle, their choices. With that being said, that's always a great beginning. There are people that I care for that are gay, but I don't condone or accept this lifestyle. It is contrary to the word of God. The Supreme Court... The Supreme Court just ruled five to four to legalize gay marriage in all 50 states. This is a time of peril for the Christian community in our nation. The agenda has been forced down our throats as many have become silent. America, it's time for a spiritual awakening and may Jehovah have mercy on us all. This is a grown ass man. This is not a teenager. This is not, um, you know, Jax <clears throat> who seemed to have take big issue with um what brett max said about racism in 2011 somehow has no issue with what his grown-ass pastor said um only back to 2015 which was barely five years ago at this point so i have questions about that jason couchy um but let's get back to the show um he also was upset over a transgender deacon being appointed in the Methodist church. Um, he says, what I would run from these churches. How many pages in the Bible did they rip out to make this all right? Um, and then he also praised some white guy for doing immigration, what he called quote, the right way. So here's like a timeline of events that happened with regard to Jackson, Brittany. So everybody's clear. Jackson announced in late December of 2018 that they hired Pastor Dotson to be their officiant. Obviously, people on the show looked up Pastor Dotson, and fans started tweeting them starting like December 28th, December 29th, about um, how this guy was homophobic. So they knew this at that point. Um, So... Things were quiet for a few months, sort of. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, Until Pride of 2019, which was June 9th in L.A., and people started questioning, uh, again, why that pastor was still going to be their efficient. So Laura Parker compiled these posts into an article on BuzzFeed, and that came out on June 12th of 2019. So we're cutting to this episode, which was filled right after the Pride. Um, The episode starts with Ken and Lisa in the car, finding out about the pastor. Um, Ariana is now working back at Sir, and uh, uh, LVP comes up to the bar, and Ariana's basically the first thing she says is like, I need to talk to you about Brittany and Jax. And Lisa says, like, I already know, and I've actually already spoken to Jackson, and Brittany, and that they're horrified. Then we get to the scene of Stassi, Bo, and Lala, in which Stassi admits, this is the first time that they're admitting this on the show, that they were all aware that, about this stuff um, that he said six months ago. And that stuff, Stassi is talking to them and is like, well, I kind of wonder why they didn't nip this in the bud, basically, at the time, the first time that I found out. So then Saucy in a talking head says, listen, Jackson, Brittany are, and then she goes, you know, basically like Jackson's really stupid. And she, her assumption was that they spoke to the pastor and the pastor just told them that he didn't feel that way. And that they took that at face value and just believed it. 
So now we get to do the fun thing of breaking down all the moments that Jackson and Brittany proved that, that not only they were fully aware of this and that they did not give a shit and they only fired him because they're, they knew it was a bad look and not because they're allies. So let's get into that, shall we? So example one, we get the first scene of Jackson and Brittany on this episode. It's obviously very produced. They're coming out of like a low intensity training class and they're like, you know, everybody leaves and they get to sit, you know, in the gym and talk about what happened. So Brittany starts by saying that she's grateful Lisa called because, and this is what she says verbatim, because she wanted us, she just wanted us to get ahead just in case. Hmm. (laughs) Did we catch that? So to say that Lisa just wanted us to get get ahead just in case, to me means that Lisa called us because an article dropped and warned us to do the right thing before this situation got even bigger, right? That's not like you guys need to do the right thing because he's homophobic. This is like, from a media perspective, do the right thing. Bullshit. (sighs) Okay, so then Brittany says... That Pastor Dodson's a family man and that no, no one ever thought he'd be this way. <laughs> Girl, you didn't think for one second that a, a pastor from Kentucky might have some, like, uh, conservative views that he might be a little homophobic. Jax goes on to say that he didn't think, he's like, oh, I thought the pastors were neutral. No, you didn't. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. So Jackson goes like, well, I don't pray if you, I don't care if you pray to a cow, like it doesn't affect me and I don't care what you do in life, but just don't put it on social media. No, Jax, that isn't the solution is to not like you can be homophobic. Just don't say it. Don't put it on the gram. What the white privilege is going on here? (sighs) Okay. So now this is a second obvious example of LVP, she's acting like she had no idea about this. But when she's talking to Ariana, she's like, oh, this happened in January? Girl, now we know that she knew this because Brittany was on Watch What Happens Live with all the women of the show, not Lisa, but she was on Watch What Happens Live with Stassi, Lala, Katie, Sheena, Kristen, and... Yeah, I think that was all of them. All the women on the show, Andy asked her point blank about this pastor. Brittany says that she talked to him and that he promised her that he was not that way and she would never choose somebody like that. We get this great scene of all the girls clapping with the exception of Ariana, who's like basically got her hands in her lap. And you see Sheena look over at Ariana like, do you hear this bullshit? You guys have to go back and look that because Sheena looks right at Ariana and Ariana's like not having it. <clears throat> Ariana also echoes Saucy's sentiment that Pastor Dotson probably told them whatever they wanted in order to keep this gig. Because like, if you look at this guy, this is like, you know, there's one thing to be like cool pastor or whatever, but there's quite another to be wearing like a, a chain <laughs> a chain with diamond, a diamond cross chain. And to be clearly like, uh, 
getting your eyebrows threaded. Like, this dude wanted to be on camera, and nobody can convince me otherwise. So, part two of why this is bullshit, Brittany goes on to say that she lives in a bubble in L.A., and that when she goes home, that people have different outlooks and political beliefs, and then we get this flashback to her dad talking about, like, a woman being for a man, whatever, and that it's so hard for her because she's a Christian woman who follows the Bible, and she doesn't want to disappoint anybody. (sighs) Okay. So what do you mean by you're a Christian woman who follows the Bible? Because that to me means that you obviously feel like whatever bullshit you've been fed about like a man and a man and a woman and a woman is something that you believe, but like, you're just like choosing to be nice to people. It's very weird to me. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Um, then Ariana and Tom have a conversation at their house and Ariana says that Brittany told her that she had only seen one tweet back in January and that she wasn't aware of all the other stuff that had been said until Lisa called her. Obviously, like Tom's like, well, do you believe that? And Ariana makes a face. Um, clearly they don't believe it because they haven't been lobotomized. Um, but she does say, Ariana says that she thinks Brittany would work very hard to like not see things. And I fully, fully believe that they agree that nobody in the group has said anything to them because it's so close to the wedding and that basically people are walking on eggshells around them in order to like up until the wedding. 
Then we get to Britney's bridal shower and Lala and Ariana have a conversation and Ariana, excuse me, Lala tells Ariana that the pastor has since been fired. Um, Britney <laughs> reveals that last bands is going last bands. Lance Bass is going to be officiate officiating the wedding instead. And Everybody's like so excited, but we can see like her mom Sherry is there. She's clearly like not having it. Like we see Sherry say to Brittany to like just keep going on in this relationship, just keep pushing through. We've seen Sherry keep a smile on her face despite all of the fire that's happening around her. And yet you can tell that she's very annoyed that Brittany fired that priest and that they probably really got into an argument about it. And her mom's like, well, I think it's important that you have your dad, like, pray over your wedding. And Brittany's like, oh, yeah, that's all really important to me, too. Like, it's not it's not going to be an issue. But, you know, you're happy with this, right? And Sherry's like, mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, great. I, anyway, bye. Here are my princesses. Um, so then... <sighs> It's, it's just truly unbelievable. Then we get a flash to Schwartz. Schwartz is hanging out with Sandoval while the girls go to the bridal shower. Schwartz is hanging out with Sandoval and uh, James at TomTom. James came to pick up his check from DJing at Pride. Um, so then Schwartz is like, oh, I got this text from Katie. And he tells them that uh, Lance is going to be officiating the wedding. And James says what we're all thinking is overcompensating. It took way too long. This is why James is vital to the show. Imagine, and instead of like those two stupid, the stars of Sausage Fest, Brett and Max and Dana, we could get more of James making impersonations of people and really like calling it as it is. Bully Randall Emmett within an inch of his life and continue fighting with Lala until you guys end up in the studio again. This is TV magic. Why they are deciding to give us anything else is unconscionable to me. <sighs> it's gold. Okay. Schwartz tries to act grateful that this came out now. He was like, well, can you imagine, like, if this came out after the fact, this really would have put a stain on their wedding. And, and Sandoval's like, dude, like, I'm on social media the least of all this group, and I saw countless things that were sent to me about this pastor. I don't believe for a second that between Jax and Brittany that neither of them saw it. So now we're at Peter's birthday party and Dax is bragging about how Lance is going to be officiating their wedding and how they're literally going to have them flying it on a speedo with a fucking rainbow flag. Like, what are your... His idea of, like, gay people is so fucking weird. Like, do any of these people have a gay friend? Like, an actual gay friend that they can, like, talk to... And that they view as, like, an equal human being to them. Like, because it doesn't seem like it. Uh, Brittany is upset because she posted pictures of her bridal shower. And um, everybody on Instagram is, like, calling her basically a baby or how immature are you? This is pathetic, blah, blah, blah. Now, she's upset. She is bawling, crying. She tells Saucy that people are just like, you don't know what I've been going through. And she says, basically, that people are on to her not only because of the pastor, but, and this is why we know she she's really upset. 
They're criticizing her shower, and this is supposed to be the happiest time of my life, and why do people want to ruin everything? <sighs> she doesn't give a shit that people are, like, reaming her for being a homophobe. She's mad because somebody ruined her princess party. And nobody can convince me otherwise. Like, that is truly why she's upset, is that people are judging her. Wedding. <laughs> It's so, so like, I, I could not believe what I was watching. Sandoval tries to sit Jax down. Earlier, Ariana and Sandoval agree that something should be said to one of them. So Sandoval sits Jax down separately from everybody and tries to ask him about the pastor. Jax is so stupid. He tries to pull like a Kelly on Ann Conway sort of deflection by saying, well, what do you mean? Like Lance is our pastor. Knowing damn well that that's not what Sandoval is referring to. And we all did. And like, come on, (laughs) come on. Um, and also Lance is not your pastor. He's your efficient. So Tom's like, well, I just am curious as to why it took Lisa to say something for you guys to actually like take action on the issue. And Jax walks off and is like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Like I'm not having this conversation. And then Jax runs to Brittany, who's still crying about her princess party, by the way, to tell her what Tom said. And now Tom's really frustrated because he's like, I wasn't really trying to make this a big deal. I was just trying to have a one-on-one conversation with Jax about it. And then everybody who had said things that were in support of what Ariana and Tom said suddenly backpedal and flip-flop, don't they? Lala and Stassi and Kristen, who apparently was selling pride shirts or shirts during pride and giving portions to the LGBT charities. They all go and descend on Tom for how awful he is to even dare to bring this up. Jackson and Ariana have this conversation and Jax goes, why does it even matter who marries me? <gasps> huh? <laughs> What? He, I mean, they keep giving it up, the fact that they don't really care about the gay community or the LGBTQ plus community at all by saying shit like this. It is sick. It's sick. Then Brittany goes, she's talking to Tom, and she's like, she goes from saying that she only saw one post, then to saying she chose to believe him and that she wasn't going to be like upset with him about things he said five years ago. So did you see only one post or did you see all of them things and were like, oh, well, I don't really care about what anybody's opinion is. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Lala then was like, you're disgusting to Tom for making Britney defend herself. What? When earlier in the episode, you were like, oh, should we call the pastor and tell him that I ate you out, Ariana? And like, tell him that you didn't explode? Like, you were all on one side just 15 minutes ago or two days ago or one day ago or earlier today. I think the shower and the Peter's birthday party were the same day. And now it's disgusting that Tom even dare to part his lips to like ask his friend a question. It is so crazy. Tom says that it's, and he's completely right. It's a very dangerous precedent to be setting for you to be in a whole group of friends and be not be able to ask a question like this. And then Stassi was like, what are you doing? You're making yourself look like a martyr. <laughs> what? And I was like, what are you talking about? Just like, you're being like Jon Snow. And like, truly, can we end this with the fucking Game of Thrones references? My God. Can we stop? <laughs> Please. The show's not even on anymore. Ugh. Okay. Then she says like, Jon Snow, this is her example of how awful Tom is. He's like Jon Snow. Jon Snow has to do right, despite what... Excuse me, sorry. (laughs) She's like, he's being Jon Snow. Jon Snow is somebody who has to do what's right, despite who he hurts and who he's betraying. But we're not in Westeros. We're in Koreatown, and you just need to be nice. What? (sighs) That's what Brittany go on about how, like... Oh, it's only two weeks before the wedding, and I can't believe he would say this two weeks before the wedding, and there's no coming back from this. Jax, he needed to knock Tom the fuck out, and blah, blah, blah. You're, he needs to hit his friend because his friend wants to know why you guys are associating with a homophobe and why it took several months for you to actually take action about the situation. Y'all are weird. Everybody's so weird. I just had to get this off my chest. I could not believe it. Jax is now trying to... I I didn't even know if trying to defend himself is a thing. But here are some tweets he's been tweeting just today. Y'all, I cannot believe this. Okay, so then somebody tweeted, Jax, you just need to advise Tom to worry about all the horrendous Yelp reviews for Tom Tom and stop crying about everyone else's lives. He quote tweeted that with a crying laughing. Somebody tweeted at him, it's your wedding. You should get to do whatever the fuck you want. If Tom and Ariana ever got married, they sure wouldn't change shit for you and Brittany. Um, if they, any of their decisions affected you guys, and Jack says, exactly. Um, somebody, Jack's tweeted, keep in mind, you all see a very, very, very small percentage of what we filmed. We filmed over five hours and you saw five minutes. 
No, not one person has en- enough information to judge anyone. And a guy writes back, I've seen Tom do some really cool shit for you this season that I've never seen you do for anyone in the group. Jax replied, Tom does things for TV so he looks good, period. You all live in a fantasy world. <sighs> okay. Um, and then he writes, in my opinion, <laughs> okay, first he writes, um, hey, let's wait till we have a party for poor Peter who just wants to have a good time and the cameras are up to bring this up. You had all day to talk to me about this, purely ruin the party so you could get attention, in my opinion. And then he says, in my opinion, you can believe in whatever you want as long as you don't hurt anyone. It's a free country or so I thought. I will never dislike somebody because they were raised a certain way. I may not agree with them, but I will not hate them. It's over and done with. We had many, and we had my good friend Lance marry us. It was amazing. End of story. If you tweet me any more on this, you will be blocked, period. Then some guy wrote, writes, this gay dude loves you, Jax. Not sorry about it. <laughs> okay. And Jax wrote, I love all my gays. Y'all make the world a much better place. Okay. This is, like, truly appalling. I cannot believe it. Get these people out. Like, they're never, ever going to understand how damaging this is. And it's gross. And we've all seen since then um, Jax go on to say that, like, Ariana doesn't really want to marry Tom or have kids with him because she's a lesbian. He just said this, like, a couple months ago. And he's been on this whole tour about how Tom and Ariana are so awful, and this is the reason why. This is the reason why they're awful to you. I can't believe it. I cannot believe that there. I mean, I can believe that there are people that would be supportive of Tom, of Jacks and Brittany. But let's all just vow to be on the right side of history. They're so stupid and entitled and privileged and just gross. It's a wedding. Nobody gives a shit. You guys are going to be divorced in four years when you find out Jack's got some other bitch pregnant anyway. So why are we even like playing this game? Why are we doing it? I feel so much better for letting this all out. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for speaking. I love you guys. I'll be back next week. I promise I'm not doing any more episodes. (laughs)